0: We are back. The current issue on the stands of the Sacramento News Review has an interesting guest commentary that I would call your attention to by Howard Kalugian, former California State Assemblyman who is chair of the California-based Defend Reagan Committee. In his guest comments for the News & Review, um, Mr. Kalugian says that scores of Americans recently exercised their right of free speech and persuaded CBS not to run a mean-spirited and false miniseries about former President Ronald Reagan and his wife Nancy. Well, <laughs> one man's mean-spirited and false might be another man's hard-hitting accurate. Despite uh, Howard Kalugian's defense of what he considers to not be censorship, uh, others have pointed out that um, the real Ronald Reagan was a man of unwavering optimism, but he had real failings. He did barter arms for hostages. He did spend years indifferent to the AIDS epidemic, which he really did say was the Lord's punishment for the sin of homosexuality. And he and his wife really did plan public pronouncements based on what their astrologer, Joan Quigley, had to say about the stars. As Timothy Noah asked on Slate.com, just when did the Gipper become St. Ronald? Franz sent us an email that was interesting about, apparently off these tapes of uh, Nixon from the White House, Nixon referred to Ronald Reagan as a very strange man in person, which I think if there was a case of the pot calling the kettle black, that would certainly be it. In a similar vein, I'm struck by one of these uh, recent headlines out of the Onion, the Onion uh, calendar, which I have, Republicans, comma, Dadaists declare war on art. They had a phony picture of uh, U.S. Senator Jesse Helms and Dadaist Gene Arp together at a press conference denouncing modern art, which I'm sure Howard Kalugian would agree um, does not represent censorship. In a press conference today, President Bush was defending his use of uh, contracts to friendly nations, and that's a subject that I think we'll return to uh, in more detail next week. But I did want to make one mention of the fact that low-yield nuclear weapons have been snuck back onto the federal budget, weapons that people thought really didn't make a lot of sense, didn't have a lot of use. Well, you and I, the taxpayer, are going to be funding them just the same. And again, we'll talk more about that next week. As far as Campaign 2004 goes, we have discovered that we have a correspondent that I think we'll be able to rely upon. Lisa Pease is working on the Howard Dean campaign currently in Iowa, and she's also uh, working out of their headquarters in Vermont. We hope to go to Lisa in the weeks to come to get an update of what's going on with the current frontrunner, Howard Dean. Dean was uh, recently... um, as of a couple days ago, endorsed by Al Gore, which is quite a slap in the face to Joe Lieberman. But you know what? Uh, Lieberman, Kerry, Gephardt, and John Edwards all voted to give the Bush administration the go-ahead on this war against Iraq. As far as I'm concerned, uh, that pretty much excludes them from getting my vote. All right, one thing that we're not quite ready uh, to, to go with on this program because it hasn't hit the newsstands yet, Actually, correction, it has hit the newsstands, but they pushed it back a month, is the current edition of Esquire magazine. Every January, the January issue comes out in early December, right about now, Esquire's had a habit of doing the dubious achievements of the year, which is something we howl over at the beginning of every year. But the last couple of years, they sometimes have done it in February. So that'll come, I think, uh, early next month. But I do have some, um, some um, um, a book... <laughs> Of Bad News, it's titled, The Greatest Bloopers, Goofs, and Scoops of Modern Times. It was the Esquire Doobies Achievements 23 Years Summary. It was published in 1984, and I wanted to just go through a few of them. Of course, what Esquire does is gives you a news item, and often the funniest part is how they caption it. Item from 1979. Margaret Trudeau, the wife of the Canadian Prime Minister, was I then hanging around with uh, Lou Rawls, according to Esquire, We're so much alike, said Margaret Trudeau of her newfound companion singer Lou Rawls. Don't you think we could have a beautiful chocolate-colored daughter together? (laughs) Which Esquire captioned, attention, Baskin Robbins. Here's one of my all-time favorites. Dateline 1973. Asked who wrote his speeches, Olympic medalist Mark Spitz, local Sacramento boy, replied, having a speechwriter would be definitely too plastic. I just try to remember six key words before every talk, which Esquire captioned, Pee in toilet, swim in pool. Here's one from 1975. Las Vegas judge Keith Hayes divorced 15 couples in six minutes by having them answer questions in in unison. It speeded up justice, said Hayes. And an item that may well win an award of Dubious Achievements for 2003, apparently health organizations across the country are now offering group doctor visits. Yes, 25 pregnant women at a time will go and attend a meeting and watch as exams and information are given to their peers. I'm going to come back to this story. I I can't believe they're actually planning to do this, but rest assured, as a cost-cutting measure... They are. There aren't enough doctors to go around. Medical care is in a fix, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, again, that's a topic for another day. From the sports pages, I guess all the college football fans are upset over the fact that this idiot system they set up to determine the so-called national champion is uh, had a computer pick Oklahoma versus Louisiana State, whereas human beings think that USC may be the number one college football team in the country. Well, USC is playing Michigan, the number four team in the Rose Bowl, we'll see what happens with Oklahoma Louisiana State. As far as I'm concerned, this is just part of the ongoing travesty that is college football in this country. Can you imagine if in baseball they decided at the end of the season to vote on who the best baseball team was instead of actually playing the series that allows you to determine who beats the other team? That's that's what this kind of amounts to. Of course, the whole idea of running up the score and beating up another team so you look better in coaches' eyes, uh, that are coaches that are voting on this has got to just be you know everything that's wrong with sports in a nutshell. <laughs> Remember when I was in medical school attending uh, USC games with my then uh, girlfriend who was uh, one of these fanatical USC fans and uh, it it was just it was bizarre. It was a bizarre spectacle. I'm not sure if some of those football players they had out on the uh, on the turf could read or write but a national championship was at stake. Doggone it and that's all that mattered. Some uh, some recycled news from China, uh, rather interesting. In Taipei, Taiwan, it was announced a couple months ago that Madame Chiang Kai Shek had passed away at the age of 105. Madame Shang and Chiang Kai Shek were once one of the world's most famous couples. The Nationalist or Kuomintang Party, uh, of which which was headed by the Generalissimo Chiang Kai Shek. lost the Chinese Civil War to Mao Zedong's Communist Party, and they retreated to Taiwan in 1949, where they've remained ever since. Well, right now, the Bush administration is pressuring Taiwan to drop a referendum plan to uh, basically say they want to be officially independent from China. Now, uh, mainland China has always regarded Taiwan as a part of greater China. While the nationalists under Chiang Kai-shek have still been in power in Taiwan since 1949, but the communists think that at some point they're going to go back in and take Taiwan back. Now, um, the U.S. was always the major supporter of Chiang Kai-shek and the nationalist government, but right now, with all of U.S. corporations using cheap Chinese labor in favor of U.S. labor or even Mexican labor because it's so cheap— um, U.S. corporations are basically in bed with the Chinese Communist Party. Politics does indeed make uh, strange bedfellows. And they don't want to offend the Chinese government. So they're warning the Taiwanese drop the referendum plan. The Chinese in Taiwan are saying, to hell with you. We'll continue to follow that story. By the way, two British researchers determined uh, in November that Mao Zedong's famous Long March was 2,500 miles shorter than the 6,200 miles stated in the official Communist Party teachings. The Long March was the path that the Red Army of Mao took while fleeing the Chinese nationalist leader, Chiang Kai-shek, in the period of 1934 to 1935 to set up their government in in the interior part of China. There's a very interesting uh, book written about that, uh, Red Star Over China by Edgar Snow a Western journalist who visited Mao Zedong's army uh, in the Kansu province in the interior of China, which, uh, from a historical perspective, is a pretty interesting read. I'd recommend that uh, to you um, if this sort of thing um, uh, in any way intrigues you. Well, we got some people that have been in trouble with the law we want to mention before we get out. Apparently, Congressman Bill Janklau of South Dakota was convicted of manslaughter when he ran through an intersection and killed a motorcyclist. Uh, What apparently the jurors were not allowed to find out was that Janklow had received 12 speeding tickets from, from 1990 to October of 1994. He was elected to a third term as governor a month later and never received another ticket in the state. The jury wasn't allowed to hear about that, but the prosecution was granted permission to present evidence of a close call at the same intersection where the motorcyclist died. Woman said that a speeding white Cadillac ran the stop sign and missed their pickup by a few feet last December. She called 911. The county sheriffs came out. Ten minutes later, they stopped the Cadillac. Janklau was the driver. He was doing 92. She didn't pursue charges against Janklau because... He was governor at the time. They quoted him as saying, Bill Janklaus speeds when he drives. Shouldn't, but he does. When he gets the ticket, he pays it. If someone told me I was going to jail for two days for speeding, my driving habits would change. Well, let's hope that Janklaus' driving habits change. He's going to spend a lot more than two days in jail, apparently. And uh, Michael Jackson is in trouble again. Did you see the picture of Michael Jackson at one of those those tabloids in the supermarket? I mean, this guy is looking so bizarre and creepy. A few years back, he paid a young boy's family $20 million. Johnny Cochran brokered that deal before he joined the OJ team. In fact, that's how he came to the attention of OJ Simpson. Jackson has kept climbing into bed with his favorite boys ever since on his sleepovers and it's only boys that get invited to the sleepovers.
1: You know, I was, I was wondering, you know, if she could keep on because the force has got a lot of power and it it makes me feel like, uh,
0: Leonard Pitts, writing in the Miami Herald, said that between the obsessive plastic surgery, the sham marriages, and the creepy fascination with little boys, Jackson's been skidding toward this wall for years. Advisors have been begging Jackson to limit his spending to a million dollars a month, saying he apparently owes nearly $200 million at this point. On the day that uh, Jackson's Neverland Ranch was uh, swarming with police, uh, a, a single apparently was released titled One More Chance. He hoped it would revive his singing career. In the wake of all this, Michael Jackson's father denied the long-standing rumors that he had abused his famous son. Joe Jackson told the BBC, I never beat him. You beat someone with a stick. I whipped him with a switch and a belt. The last quote we'll go to on Michael Jackson comes from comedian Red Buttons, who said, quote, Only in America can a poor black boy grow up to be a rich white woman. And we had some great articles we wanted to to go into about Clear Channel, um, but we don't have time. So I'm just going to close today's uh, with an article from The Scene, the Sacramento Bee Scene, about... The Invasion of Holiday Songs on Local Airways, which has some listeners saying, Stop the Music. Nationwide, apparently at least 334 AM and FM stations have surrendered themselves to Christmas music as of Wednesday. I don't know how many of those are clear channel stations, but you know, there is that one show about, you know, uh, Delilah, I thought it was a local program. She was talking about all this, these, you know, dedications going out to so-and-so. I was in Pittsburgh, and I heard the same show, and I realized... Oh, it's nationally syndicated. You may have heard this story about uh, a train car overturning in Minot, North Dakota last year. Ammonia gas was, uh, had spilled out, sending up a cloud of poison. Local officials tried to contact the town's seven radio stations to send out an alarm, but found out that no one was actually working in six of them. They were simply relaying a satellite feed from Clear Channel headquarters in Texas. We'll have more to say on next week's program about some recent developments in the radio biz uh, regarding the $100 million donation of the heir to the Ray Kroc estate uh, to National Public Radio. Quite an interesting story. But let us close with the fact that the godfather of soul, James Brown, was at the Kennedy Center being honored along with Loretta Lynn, violinist Itzhak Perlman, comedian Carol Burnett, and director Mike Nichols for his contributions to American culture. Apparently, the Kennedy Kennedy Center Honors will be broadcast on December 26th on CBS. Well, we talked about Christmas music. We're ending with James Brown. So what better way to do the segue to Todd Urick's most eclectic and entertaining program, Hometown Atrocities, by playing James Brown's contribution to Christmas uh, music? This one titled, Santa Claus Goes Straight to the Ghetto.
1: Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto. Hitch up your uh, here. Go straight to the ghetto.
0: This program was produced by Mr. Edward Santa McMillan. Claus. I'm your host, Douglas Everett, and this coast is Radio Parallax. Parallax. We'll see you next Thursday. Our thanks also to David park. Rosenblum, our Hollywood correspondent, as well as our Baghdad uh. correspondent, Colonel Skip. Klondike.
1: Johnny, leave a dog for Mary. Leave something for it for Donnie. And don't forget about Gary. Santa Claus, go straight to the ghetto. Santa Claus, go straight to the ghetto. Tell him James Brown sent you. Santa Claus, go oh along, go straight to the ghetto. Feel every and you find, the kids are gonna love you so. Feel every and you find, they know that they need you so. I'm back in you, Santa Claus, go straight to the ghetto. If anyone Santa Claus, We're straight to the ghetto. Santa Claus, a soul brother needs soul. Santa Claus.